This is Shack Talk, presented by Eskimo Ice Fishing Gear and hosted by Kyle Agri and Anthony Kleinwachter. Turn up your speakers, grab your gear, and hit the ice with us as we talk ice fishing. Come on in and grab a bucket. We are talking ice fishing. Anthony, we are live at the Fargo Ice Fishing Show. We're here and, uh, you know, ice fishing show season is an exciting time. We talked on an earlier episode about uh, kind of the upcoming shows. And all of a sudden, here they are. We're here. Last weekend, we were in St. Paul. This weekend, we've got the Fargo Ice Fishing Show, where we are at. Here you can see what's going on in the show floor behind us. And the Arrowhead Ice Fishing and Winter Sports Show is taking place up in Duluth. It's an exciting time. It's really exciting. Uh, we got to see a lot of great people down in St. Paul last weekend, and the excitement is high for this weekend. I know everybody's getting final final arrangements set up behind us. Uh, people are starting to get antsy to get in the door. Lots of great deals and lots of uh, exciting stuff to check out. Well, here's the beauty of it, Anthony. In my mind, you know, uh, ice fishing doesn't have a start date on the calendar, so we have to be ready when that water freezes and we want to get out there for the first time. We've got to be ready for that. And this type of event allows us to come into a building like the Shields Arena here in Fargo. And in one place, we can check out all the shacks. We can check out all the augers, all the electronics, all of the ice rods and reels, all the tackle, all the new inventions from all those folks out there that, are, that had, a, had a great idea and are, are bringing it to the consumer. And it's all right here in one building. And I really enjoy being able to talk to people and understand the differences in these products. Each product is designed to specifically fit each style of fishing. And that really, you know, being able to ask those questions and, you know, understand the differences on what works best for you, that's really what the show is all about. Right. And if you're shopping for a portable shelter, you can sit in a mall, you can walk in and out of a mall, check out how that works. Uh, if you're looking for a wheelhouse, Go on in, sit down on the sofa, put the cot down, put the bed down, lay down and see how it feels, see how it's going to work. I mean, it's all there. Yeah, everything from, you know, we got resorts, guides, different amenities here at the show to check out. I mean, there's no better place to see everything um, and bring the family. Uh, the Fargo Ice Fishing Show this year, free for kids to get in, which is great, 12 That's and nice. under. Yeah, and there's lots of games set up, lots of freebies. I know each of the vendors and different booths are going to be giving stuff away, and what better way to spend an afternoon? It, it's a great way. And Anthony, so I know that our, our Shack Talk sponsor is Eskimo, and I know that Eskimo here at the ice show, if you buy an outbreak shelter, if you buy an escape shelter, or uh, one of their apparel ice suits, top and bottom, you're gonna go home with this lovely sweater that you're wearing. Yeah, I had to represent, it's called their Ugly Fishmas sweater, but I tell you what, I, I'm kind of digging it. I think it's going to be a staple in the lineup for the holidays. I love it. I love it. So here's what our plan is. We're here uh, all day today. We're here all weekend, in fact, and um, we're going to record the next episode of Shack Talk right here from the show, but we want to hear from you. We want to know, who do you want to hear from? Who do you want to talk, want us to talk to? We're going to go out in the hallway. We're going to go down on that floor behind us, and we're going to pull people. We're going to record uh, some segments. Uh, they're not all going to be live today here. We're going live right now, but uh, we're going to record, and we're going to drop during the weekend the next episode of Shack Talk. 
So if you're out there, if you're watching the video, if you're listening in here, uh, drop us a comment. Uh, let us know what you want to hear about. And over the next couple hours, we're going to go do it. Absolutely. Ask us what you want to see. If you've never been to an ice show, ask us what, you know, what should bring a person to an ice show? What is there to do? What is there to see? You know, there's so much to, to do from talking to the brand reps for all these great companies to the ice fishing pros, getting their knowledge, picking their brain to all the other awesome amenities that are here at the show. We're going to do some beer tasting later. All right. Check out some food. Okay. So, yeah, lots of great stuff to do at the show. So we're really just trying to give the listener an experience of what it's like to be at an ice show for the day and what they could expect if they're coming to one of these great shows it's going to be a blast it's going to be a lot of fun if you're in the area if you're in driving distance of fargo moorhead west fargo and, and this community uh consider coming on over uh we're going to be here stop and say hi uh we'd love to to see you and we'd love to hear from you uh if you're not you know follow us along and and we'll uh, bring it to you here through this next shack talk episode and you're right anthony just the experience that's down on this floor and in this building in terms of product in terms of actually applying that product and and equipment out on the ice i think that's i mean to me that's where the rubber meets the road right or the cleats meet the ice i should say uh yeah and we didn't even talk about the deals i mean if you're looking to buy these ice shows the vendors they want to get they want to get product in your hands they're going to give you the best deal of the season you know things are really starting to wind down or you know ramp up for the holiday season getting your christmas items crossed off the list and they've got a lot of great deals and again like kyle mentioned they're throwing in freebies a sweatshirt or a sweater if you're buying certain products i know a lot of augers they're throwing in blades or different things so i mean make sure to come out to the show if you're looking to buy a lot of great deals and you know that's really you know why I come to the show. I've got a few things on my list. Anything that you're looking to check out at the show? Well, I tell you, here's what I love to see at the show. I mean, you and I both work in the industry here, so we have the opportunity to to kind of get some of the sneak peeks on on the new um, big industry products. So, you know, we, we maybe have seen some of those things, but I love talking to those those local vendors, those regional vendors who are going to come in and they're going to bring their idea to you as the ice angler. And as I make my way around, those are the folks I'm going to look for. I'm going to look, and I'm going to, and I'm not just going to walk by their booth and say, "Oh yeah, that's a that's a neat thing." I'm looking forward to having those conversations with those folks and being able to visit and find out why they made that product, what the thought process was, and what brought them here today. Absolutely, and I'm really looking forward to some of the seminar segments we've got this weekend. A lot of great professionals that are going to be talking a lot of great information. I know one that I'm looking forward to is the live imaging seminar uh, that they're going to be going on, talking about all the ins and outs of setting up live sonar, and then just some of the Q&A panels that are set up for the weekend, being able to ask questions and you know follow along. I know those are going to be on the, the Facebook page for the Fargo Ice Fishing Show as well. Ask questions if you're uh, at home and you know can't get out. Make sure to ask questions and they'll get them answered as well. So we're going to probably wrap up here, Anthony, in a minute or so, unless unless you've got any more exciting things you want to talk about here as far as the ice show is concerned. But again, if you're watching this video, if you're listening in here, send us your ideas. We are literally going to leave here this live broadcast and we're going to look at those comments throughout the rest of this afternoon. And we're going to run down here and we're going to grab folks we're going to grab some of those industry reps and some of those pro anglers, and we're going to bring them into our Shack Talk studio here 
and we're going to interview them about whatever you ask us to interview them about. We so. might even just have to pick a random person off the concourse and ask them, you know, what the show is like, what's their experience, and, you know, what kind of deals they're finding at the show. It's a great idea. That's a fantastic idea. So we're here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Send us your comments. And Anthony, uh, Let's go do an ice show. Let's do it. I'm excited. Thanks for uh, tuning in and uh, make sure to check out the rest of the Shack Talk episode. Like Kyle said, we'll be airing that later this weekend and you'll get to hear all the uh, all the information from the great guests that we get to interview. And by the way, that is on SoundCloud and on Apple Podcasts. So that's where you're going to find it. Let's awesome. do it. We're back, and we uh, we picked a random customer off the floor. We uh, wanted to go out and get the input from some of the consumers at the show, and I want to welcome uh, Chris to the podcast. Uh, Chris, you want to introduce yourself? Where are you from, and what uh, what do you think of the show so far? Hey there, yeah. My name is Chris uh, from Fargo here, I live in town, and uh, just stopped in, tried to get in with the Mad Dash before it gets crazy, probably tomorrow and Sunday. So get all my shopping done now, and then play around and just take a peek at a few things as I keep going. The show's been great so far. A lot of great vendors. I was here for a few specific things, loaded those up, put them on the truck, and now I'm just kind of wandering and maybe have a beer and just kind of see what else is uh, on the show. Taking it all in, right? I mean, just just having a chance. Have you made it around to, you know, we've got two auditoriums or, or rinks, and we've got the corridor around the main auditorium. Have you made it? Have you made it through all of it? We did. I did all of it. I, I mean, I've been here actually a few hours. Uh, it takes a while if you're going to really check everything out. Uh, but walk through the door, take a left, and just make make a few loops until you see everything. It takes a little time, but it's it's been great. There's a lot of new cool products that I've, I've kind of been showing and just getting to see what everybody's putting together for the ice season and get that, that itch going for the new season coming ahead. So what did you uh, what did you put in the bag first? What were your what were your main buys? What were you coming to the show to pick up? I came to get uh, the Sven sleeves. I just bought an ice castle this year, so I came specifically for those. I got an awesome deal for those. They actually had a little uh, a neoprene sleeves from another the Bobber buddies, and so they talked me into those too. So I went back up on the upper concourse and found them again and, and bought that. So that was the the main purchase. Uh, came in with a buddy and I said. No matter what I do, if I come out walking out with a fishing rod, don't let me buy one. But he keeps joking, saying, so we're going to pick up a fishing rod or what's the case? So we'll see how it goes here in the next little bit. How do you go to an ice show and not go away with an ice rod, right? I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand. I think so, yeah. It's just a matter of which one, I think, at this point now. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, you know, what what's your ice fishing upbringing? Have you have you been ice fishing your whole life? Is it a recent hobby or, or kind of what was your uh, status? I would say most of my life, I definitely fish with my grandfather. We did a lot of spearing when I was young, uh, did a lot of that, and then in the summer times, there'd be a few times where he'd maybe pull me from class occasionally in uh, high school and elementary, where he would go to the office and take me out and we do a little open water fishing. Uh, so that was fun. So my grandpa really established a, that uh, set up for me for, for fishing. And then uh, 
took a little break work, you know, doing the work stuff for a while and in college and all that. And then now, say in the last like five years or so, I've really stepped it up. Uh, got a lot more ice fishing in, get a lot more of my own stuff going and everything. So it's been it's been a, a lifelong thing, I would say, for the most part. But And as we were talking before we started recording here, Chris, uh, sounds like you've got some youngsters in your home and uh, kind of excited about passing that on to them. Absolutely. i got a four-year-old Ben, and he is already, I think, getting obsessed with it, and he hasn't even really fished on the ice ever we fished on the dock a little and and in the summertime he's he's enjoyed that and caught a few gills here and there so that's been fun i got a two-year-old daughter and since her brother wants to do it i think she's gonna want to do it i think you just got to find her a purple rod i think that's the only prerequisite that she needs and then uh yeah i got a nephew too that just uh getting kind of into it as well so i'm gonna try to take him out a little bit and probably do a little ice fishing he really got into open water fishing this last year so Probably swing in again tomorrow and uh, bring him through since he's got a little extra time, and then we'll maybe even try to go fishing on Sunday. So I'll have to skip the show on Sunday, I guess. But well, that's that's a that's a good excuse to skip the show if you're heading out on the ice. You talked about bringing the kids back. I mean, have you seen a lot of uh, families, a lot of kids here? Things for them to do, keeping them busy as well. Yeah, absolutely. There's a few things I saw on the concourse. There was like the clam has got the kind of like a little hub set up where you can pretend to fish and, and there's I think they're doing some prizes and stuff so I already eyed that up I think my nephew will probably enjoy that maybe we can uh, get a free prize or something out of that you know so, so that was kind of cool but yeah definitely even even for a Friday afternoon there's been a lot of a lot of young kids who we are walking through the ice castles on the other side and the, all the all the hard houses the glaciers and all those over there and you know, you see a few of the families kind of sitting around, you know, they're planning it out. Like, okay, I'm going to fish here, I'm going to fish this hole. You, you know, they're already kind of planning it, so. That's a lot of fun. Folks, we're here at the Fargo Ice Fishing Show. Uh, it's it's the heart of ice fishing show season right now as we're getting ready for that hard water to to be able to, to kind of support all of us out there on the ice, right? There's some people walking out now, but you talk about the wheelhouses, and it's going to be a couple of weeks, hopefully, and we'll be getting those out on the, uh, on the lake. Um, we're talking to Chris here, uh, who happened to be just a gentleman walking by that we, that we grabbed and who was gracious enough to visit with us. Um, so far, Chris, what's been your favorite part of the show? I would say the, the clam display. I mean, it takes up a lot of space there, but they got all the houses out. It's great to see them. It's great to see what they all look like popped up, have everything. They got all the lures and and everything, all the new stuff. There's been a lot of things that they've been coming out in the last little little bit. And so really the whole main level down below there, really there's a lot of good products out and about and you can sit in them, play with them and, and, and touch everything. That's the number one thing I think for me is to be able to actually experience it. You know, you can't, can't get that online, you know? So that's what's great to be able to come out and get, scratch the itch a little bit before we get going. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on at the show. I'm really excited to see all the people here all over the weekend. I'm sure you can hear the chatter in the background of the podcast. They got a lot of excitement going on on the floor. We've got seminars going on. Probably hear those going on in the background too, but just lots of stuff to check out at the show. Um, Chris, anything before uh, before we let you go? Anything that you would say to, to people listening if they're going to Maybe not here this year for checking out the show, but for future shows, what would you suggest them doing and, and spending their time at the show doing? Well, you just put me on the spot there, that's for sure. Um, 
I mean, the, that's the number one thing is just make sure you just to just come out and check things out. You know, I like I said a little bit ago, it's really about getting hands-on with a lot of these products. You don't really get to see exactly how they always work until you get out and, and, and touch it, you know. So that's probably the number one thing. Is So it's, it's a huge benefit for us to have something like this in town here. You know, there's a few in other cities around, and, and to be able to have it locally and be able to zip over and, and check everything out is amazing. So really appreciate you guys having me, and, uh, yeah, I guess that's about all I got today. Awesome. Chris, thanks for joining us. Uh, folks, that if you were listening in on our Facebook Live here, Anthony and I, uh, earlier today, thank you for your comments on the Facebook page. Um, we're going we're gonna to continue to grab some folks here at the show and bring them in for guests, continue recording this episode of Shack Talk. And uh, for right now, this is going to wrap up this segment. We'll be right back in just a quick second. Thanks for listening to Shack Talk Ice Fishing Podcast. We're back after a quick break, and uh, we've, we've switched our seats around here. We're at the Fargo Ice Fishing Show, and we are welcoming Mike Burke. And Mike is with Productive Alternatives. They are uh, uh, just an incredible organization. Um, and, and I don't want to tell their story. I want Mike to tell that story. So, Mike, welcome to Shack Talk. All right. Thank you for, for bringing me on. Uh, yes, I. so our our business is productive alternatives and we're a little bit unique to the ice fishing world because um, the products and the things that we make and sell here really are to support a mission Um, our mission is to employ persons with barriers barriers to employment and that might be persons with uh, developmental disabilities all the way to persons with mental health uh, second chance employees chemical problems legal problems and really um, the, the income that we generate from our sales in the ice product world is really going back to provide more job opportunities for those people. That is fantastic. I, you talk about a noble cause and, and something that takes uh, an industry and, a, and a, a pastime and passion like ice fishing and really turns it into something that is uh, wonderful for those people who benefit from it. Thank you for doing that. Yes, yes. We're uh, like I said, it is a unique situation. Um, being a nonprofit in this in the ice world is not normal. Um, right. uh, in that we really our products are that uh, it's a labor a labor of love, so to speak. They're you know they're proud to produce the products. They they put the products out there. And then in turn, the more that we sell, the more work they have to do, and it just kind of cycles. So I'm real, real proud of, of what we do. And when you talk about products, I mean, I know the feedback that we got from the listeners of the, the podcast was to let's get somebody on the show that maybe has something small, something niche, something unique to the show. And that's really one of my favorite things about coming to one of these shows is seeing these unique products. What exactly is it that you make, and what would people recognize? Okay. Well, our two main products that people would recognize and we've been doing for a long time, and that would be the rattle wheels, which is the good old-fashioned wood wheel with the dowels and that unique bell sound. I've had uh, many people come to me and say, can we just buy the bell? We're we're trying to make our own, and we want the bell because that's it. And there really is a difference between the bells, I'm telling you. That's awesome. uh, It's like this weird trade secret. We, We don't tell them where the bell came from. 
Um, so that's one of our products that everybody um, on, that we have on display, people come by, they move that wheel and they hear that bell. It's very unique and they know that sound. Sounds um, of hearing it in their dreams, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Jumping out of bed in the middle yeah, of the night. That's right. I remember that sound. Yeah, you get people twitching when they walk by and you monkey with them things. Um, then, and then our other product that's really unique, uh, not so much unique, but a, a favorite of everybody is the Big Dippers. Uh, we make them in three different sizes, a couple different size scoops, but they're the same traditional uh, Big Dipper that everybody knows. Um, I tell people at the show that I'm, I only have to sell you one because I said it, they are so durable, you're never going to break it. Um, I've heard tons of stories about how people beat things with them and chip ice and <laughs> run them over with their car and everything else and the thing survives. Yep. So we're real proud of that. Um, it has a, a patented scoop, so it's a real unique scoop itself, and that it, it, that's why it's so popular. Um, we actually um, produce that, um, the handles themselves from rough lumber and, wow. and cut it down and make, make our dipper handles out of those. So um, I'm not sure if you know the history behind it, but there are people who still call them hockey stick dippers. Or scoops okay and the original history of the guy who started it uh, figured out a way to use up all the old broken wooden hockey sticks he was from up north where sure. hockey was king and That's, yep and they ended up with all these sticks that were broken and they didn't know what to do with them um, he developed the Big Dipper and so there are still actually play retailers that still call them and order them by hockey stick scoop so I love it yeah so that's our that's we're well known for those products. So we talked as Anthony mentioned about um, some of our we we did a uh, Facebook live intro to our podcast here today, Mike, and and we asked for comments and and that's where the you know looking for some of these niche niche products, but also yeah. small organizations. Tell us a little bit about Productive Alternatives. How many folks do you yeah. employ? Where are you located? Okay, uh, we're located in Fergus Falls, Minnesota, and we employ in our production. Uh, probably about 25 employees underneath, uh, under a couple supervisors. And then um, that, that workforce works anything from part-time hours to full-time hours, depending on kind of where their needs are. Um, we are unique in the fact that we actually work closely with halfway houses and um, legal legal uh, offices within the community to try to give people that chance. Um, it's really about building, um, if you think about it, uh, we all make bad decisions. Some of them are worse yes. than others. Right. And uh, these people have made some bad decisions. We're giving them that opportunity to fix that, to fix that record. Um, you, can, you, can, uh, you can't rent an apartment you've had an issue you can't you know I can't go anywhere I want to go and get a job if I have that kind of record um, so some people it's uh, it's that one opportunity some people come in and we work with them and build a little history and from that point on they they can go on their own and they mm -hmm. go they leave us that's a success story others get to us and they find the stability and they like it and they just stay they just they're they're okay with remaining in the workforce so um, so that um, gives us some opportunity to meet some really cool, neat people, um, give people a really a chance to fix some of their mistakes that they made. And um, um, so that's well, how and, we get here. 
that the dignity of a job and being a meaningful, productive, contributing yes. member of society, it's, it doesn't matter what the job is and, and what industry it's in or, or just to have that. Right, right. Just that, it's just that the, I can't tell you how important just the stability of having that uh, every day I go to this job and every and we take a lot of stuff for granted in our life um, but to them someone giving them the opportunity to rebuild and reload and um, some of them make multiple mistakes even after the first try but we're out they know that they can come back and and we can give them an opportunity and like I said our our perfect goal is somebody who really gets their stuff straight and and can move on the rattle wheel, the Big Dipper, and you've added another product to your offering we here. You've did. got it at the show. Tell us about we that. We did. So we're really excited. Uh, we just got it off the ground probably about uh, after the first of the year. So it's been almost a year it took to get going. Um, it was a product that we bought from a from a inventor, basically, in Pennsylvania. He had put the product on the market and then wanted to sell the company. We ended up looking at the product. Uh, the product is called Bait Up. Um, it's a live bait container with the float technology to bring the bait right out of the container so you're not fishing around in the container for it. Um, the, what was unique about it and the experience behind it was that it actually, everything was made in China. So the entire product was um, put out in China and then uh, he, would, he would just order them and, and get them in bulk when he could. Uh, when we agreed to buy the company, we said, well, we're not okay with that. We want to be U.S.-made products. We want it to be here. Um, we support the work and the jobs right here in Minnesota, in Fergus Falls, Minnesota. So we actually agreed to the sale if we could move the molds. So we moved the molds from China, um, got them back. They are actually being molded in Becker, Minnesota. Um, so it's creating jobs here, and it also gives us the control to kind of um, when we need stuff, we can get stuff. So we're excited. It's, uh, we got a little bit of a late start on this winter season, but we really think the product has a year-round um, uses. So we're hoping to keep going. Yeah, and if you haven't been to an ice show, I know when they first came out, I mean, it was the hot new product. And that's one of the things about the shows is checking out what's the hot new product. And I know I've I seen many of them go out the door, and it's great to hear that it's, you know, back in the States and you guys are producing a, a cool product yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's really helping us and it's, it's another way to, to revive us a little bit. You know, we, we still make the good old things, but it, everybody want you know what the ice industry is like. It's the first question they have, what do you have that's new? Of course. What do you have that's exciting? What do you have? So for us, it is new. Um, it had a little history prior to us, but we're really revitalizing that history now. And, and so it's been good. Awesome. Mike Burke with Productive Alternatives from Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Mike, uh, thanks for taking time out of your time at the show and your booth to come and visit with us. Yes, great. And thanks for having me on and come look us up. Speaking of that, do you have a website? We do. Um, it's ProductiveMN.org. It's, it's our general website page, so it'll tell you all about all the things we do and all the people we serve and where we're at but it also has a shop page and you'll be able to go on and buy our products from the website. Fantastic. If you're, the, if you're in earshot to the podcast, come to the Fargo Ice Fishing Show. If not, go to the website and, yes. and order up. Yes, it, we'll, we'll send it to you.
Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. I know we've got one more segment. We're going to get a, another guest on the podcast to wrap things up for us uh, here at the Fargo Ice Show. But again, stick around. We'll be back in just a minute. back with another segment of Shack Talk and as promised you know we wanted to get everybody on the show we wanted to get a customer we wanted to get somebody from a small retail booth and you know we figured we better end the show and bring in a big gun someone in the industry uh, influencer and somebody that uh, is really we're really glad to have a part of the show here in Fargo um, part of our team as well and just a, a friend in the industry so I'd like to welcome Joel Nelson to the Shack Talk podcast Joel how you doing doing good uh, thanks for having me uh, somewhat humbled by the introduction I appreciate that it's nice you guys hey it's uh, it's well earned it's been a busy day with well, the first day of the ice show and there's a lot of excitement a lot of buildup to the start and and we looked outside when when the you know, 10 minutes before the gates were opening and there's this line, it's just huge. What what happened from there, Joel? I mean, just tell the story <laughs> of the day from your perspective. Kind of a, a blur it has been. As I look back to that part of the day, I was standing on the top of the veranda looking out at those folks and they're kind of streaming out around the building trying to get in. And I knew that the, the rush was gonna come. So I went down to the main floor and boy, you could tell when the gates were open. There were uh, buckets were the big promo deal right out the gates. Yes. And people came in and they had buckets. It was amazing. They went down, they grabbed those, and then they started going around the show. And within an hour, the Reed's booth specifically, there was a line backed up all through the next Eskimo booth, I believe, just to try and check out. So, hey, that's what you love seeing, just, just the excitement for ice fishing, right? Absolutely. I think uh, if I was to recap the day, it was, uh, like you said, a blur. And then we, we, we caught our breath a little bit, and then yeah. it, it ramped back up. And, I mean, we've been going strong. Uh, you know, the show's going to be closing up here soon, but we got two more days of this. What's, uh, what's in store for the people in the rest of the, the weekend, and, you know, what, are, what do they got to look forward to? You know, I, uh, a big part of my day was over at the seminar stage and had some great seminars offered. Scott Merwin led it off on ice jigs and plastics. Then we had Theo Tolliver talking about late Sakakawea. We finished up a panel discussion on just the industry and breaking into it, and I expect that pace and even more for Saturday and Sunday. Just have some great speakers, people that I'm genuinely interested in learning from, not just people that I think you or others might be interested in learning from, but people that in an industry show like this, I'm going to seek out and I'm going to ask them questions. So from a seminar perspective, I think we've got a great lineup, and then we're going to still have the same sales. We're going to still have, you know, Reeds and Thorn Brothers and all the retailers down here, along with the manufacturers. So if you miss Friday, don't feel bad. Saturday's going to be a big day, and so is Sunday. Joel, so if you have worked in the industry for many years. And when we talk about ice shows, we're here at the Fargo Ice Fishing Show. But ice, ice show season in general, it's, a, it's that short window, right? Right mm -hmm. before we're, we're all going to be out on the ice doing our thing. Yep. But we're, we're converging on these, these big venues and, and getting geared up. Thinking we didn't have ice show season last year, what's your take on kind of how it's come back? Well, I, I love just getting together with people again. I just think it's fun seeing all you guys. Uh, these are my friends. They're, they're, they're a community of anglers. They're, they're family in some respects. And just being able to get back together to talk about it, to get some gear recommendations, uh, bounce some things off of, you know, the folks in that community has been invaluable for me because I, I was kind of excited about ice fishing a little bit coming into this deal, but... 
this has always been like the thing that's kept me off of ice that's too thin to walk on to begin with and right? at the same time got me just fired up to do it once we come out of this show season. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to, you know, having the show season behind us. It was a great season, but yeah. honestly, it's all about getting the product, getting it into the consumer's hands, getting yep. out on the ice, and I'm ready for the season. Anything you're uh, most excited for for the season ahead? You know, uh, I gave a seminar at the Fargo-Moorhead Walleyes Club, that FM Walleyes group, just a great group of, of, of anglers, and I, I talked a lot about fishing shallow water. I did a lot more of it last year. A lot of the areas that I fish uh, fairly heavily pressured, south-central Minnesota, and then I head up north, and it's amazing how well anglers travel these days and where they can get to and the spots that they find and the way they use digital mapping technology to get to all these crazy places to the point where I really enjoy just being the, the lone ranger out there off in Nowheresville, maybe on some forlorn flat that people have forgotten about, and catching fish and just being happy and content doing it by myself. Not not relying on the big crowds of the big communities, but I'm excited to go out and do more of that kind of fishing, adventure fishing. And I'm going to strike out. I know it. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm just looking forward to figuring my own stuff out and learning. That's a great perspective, and uh, I, I can appreciate that. That's how we learn, right? We, we've got we've to learn. We've got to try it. We see what works, and then we bring that back to the folks who are listening to podcasts like this, coming to shows like this. And uh, we, Joel, we went, Anthony and I went live this morning on Facebook and, and kind of did our intro to what we're doing here today. Yeah. We got some great comments from our, our listeners and the people who have, have watched that video. And, you know, we talked a little bit about some of the, the big names and the big brands in the industry, the mainstays, the pillars of what uh, ice fishing is. But it's interesting because a lot of folks wanted to hear about those little small the little small things like the the guy in his garage that solved the problem and now his buddies bought a few and now he's here at the show um what what do you think have you seen any any anything fun and interesting it's interesting i haven't taken full appraisal i like the end of these shows because then i do my walk around then i i wait till it's a little bit more subdued it's crazy almost the entire part of the day there's a lot of people here right and and tomorrow will be the same maybe sunday is when i take that walk around and get a tip on some things but i tell you Going to these things as often as we do, we've been able to do just like that. And then you see this little rinky-dink product in a tiny little booth off in the corner one year. Year two, it gets a little bigger. Year three, I mean, I remember uh, Bruce Mosher and Ice Buster Bobbers. Yes. It was barely a thing when it started. Then it became a real big thing. And then, you know, before you know it, Bruce's stuff is everywhere. And you're like, what the hell just happened? You know, <laughs> If you're here in five short years or four short years, that's the only bobber you see in the ice. That's right. Yeah, having the opportunity to work the shows, you, you start seeing the bags and you see the items that are going out yes. and everybody's carrying them out. And it's like, oh, what's that product that everybody's carrying out? And you go check it out. And so it's it's really fun to see those things. And, you know, there's a lot of things here, not necessarily just angling related too, spearing and all kinds of other cool yeah. things to check out. And wheelhouses. Yeah, wheelhouses, oh. all the accessories. I mean, there's probably just as many accessories for wheelhouses here as there is gear for angling. No doubt, no doubt. So, it's yeah, it's really fun to see all that stuff. Joel, if you had to, you know, give somebody some advice that's never been to an ice show mm. that, you know, is maybe, you know, kick, contemplating driving somewhere, you know, maybe it's a couple-hour drives, what, would, what advice would you give them? You know, I'd give it to them in a couple parts. If you come to something like this, you, you really behoove it to yourself to come with some questions. They're, the world's best ice anglers are here, and, and not just average Joe ice fisherman is seeking them out. 
I'm seeking these people out. I want to ask them questions point blank. I want to have that interaction. Give me four or five minutes with some of these people, and I kind of want to learn what makes them tick. I want to learn some of the secrets and the things that all this hard-earned knowledge they're willing to share by and large. So that's number one. I wouldn't go away without some of that. Pick a hero, ask them a question, right? A couple questions. Number two, uh, there really are some deals to be had. Uh, this is the time where if, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to be looking at a couple different things in terms of electronics here before the end of the show. I'm going to kick the tires and some thoughts on different plastics. I, I Always something to look at. This is the place to do that because not only do you get to see everything, it's just brought to you in front of your face. You get to buy it at a discount that you're just not going to experience in many other uh, opportunities. So I, that's definitely number two. And I'd, I'd say definitely number three for me would be just to allow yourself to get excited. Uh, if you love wheelhouses, go over there and geek out about it. You know, like uh, that's what this is for. You know, it, we're all enthusiasts here. So if if I could give any advice, it would be to do those three things and don't look back, man. Hit, hit that ice show, get excited, and head out, head out to the ice. Embrace it, right? No doubt. Yeah, excitement's been in the air. We've had a lot of families here today. I know uh, I was uh, able to have my family here for a little bit today, and my kids were running around and just burning off some steam, you know. It's yes. it's a big arena. You know, most of these venues are pretty big. There's a lot to check out. They can run in and out of the fish houses, the snow bears, you oh, know. Yeah. All of this for those kids is something that they just, you know, it's like a, like a playground for if them. If you have a family, bring them here. It's great because, uh, you know, as a guy that's worked in a lot of different booths and continues to, I see a kid, I want to give him a hat. I want to give him every promo item I have. I just, just, everything I've got, here, here you go, kids. Because, hey, most of us are fathers, uh, you know. Most of us uh, are mothers. That we, we, we go out and we want kids to be involved in this sport. So if you have a family, this is a great place to bring them. And speaking of that, Joel, thank you for your seminar last night. Um, it was a great seminar, great informative seminar. But we had some of our kids from our local high school fishing league there. And the feedback from both the kids, the student anglers, and the parents going out the door was just phenomenal. So, folks, if you're listening, if you've got kids, you've got middle middle school, high school age, really any age kids, get them involved. Find out if there's organized fishing in your community. Get involved and take advantage of it. It's a great opportunity. Yeah, if you're an uncle, if if you're uh, more of a distant relative, or maybe there's a kid next door that you're friends with the family, fuel that passion. I mean, you... You just want to give these kids every resource that they need to take something and run with it. So it don't don't hinder it. Take them to these kinds of ice shows. This is this is where it's at for a person that's into fishing. Yeah, and don't just wait for ice show season. I mean, with technology and social media and everything, there's more information readily available to these kids, to the youth than ever before. You know, follow those personalities online. Follow personalities like Joel here, and you know, if somebody wants to follow you, Joel. Where can they find you? Um, well, first place, uh, joelnelsonoutdoors.com. Yeah, well, I try to be in a lot of different places. Thank you for noticing. Uh, but definitely my website is where most of the articles I write, the, the social media content that I post ends up there. Social media, at Joel Nelson Outdoors. And then I do a lot of writing for outdoor news and in fishermen and all those things. So, I, uh, yeah, I, no matter what part of the industry you like to consume, I want to. I want to be there. I want to. I want to share. I. I've been very lucky to learn from very talented anglers all around me and before me. Uh, I. I owe it to everybody else to share those things that I've learned. I feel strongly about that. We're all learning. That's what it's all no about. No doubt. Absolutely. 
Well, I think with that, we'll wrap it up. Show's about done for the day. We got uh, two more days ahead of us, but it's going to be a great time. Joel, thanks for joining us on Shack Talk. I want to thank Eskimo and our sponsors for allowing us to talk to the listeners and listeners. If you have an opportunity, get out to an ice show, get out on the ice, get excited, be safe, have fun, and get on ice. Fish on. Thank you.